Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ohio Tech Prep Podcast. My name is Matt Cola, and I'm really excited for today's interview. I have an incredible guest from Kent State University. So allow me to introduce Marina Goldschmidt. Hi, Marina. Hi, Matt. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for agreeing to be on. I'm really excited to hear about some of the programs that you have to talk to us about. But before we begin, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what you do? I joined Kent State in January of 2023. So just here a little bit over a year. And I was brought on to help implement the Pathways to a Semiconductor Career Program. It is funded by Intel Semiconductor Education and Research Program in Ohio. The goal of the program is to develop pathways in order to build a workforce for Intel's manufacturing facility that they are building in Leakin County near Columbus. So our goal with the Pathways to a Semiconductor Career Program is to develop a robust workforce for Intel to begin work in 2025 when this facility opens. The first year was really a year of what I call of exploration and discovery. And that was not just for Kent State, but also for Intel. When Intel provided funding, they provided funding to seven lead institutions. And each institution has anywhere from five to 20 plus higher ed partners. And we're all working in collaboration to one, um, develop or modify existing curriculum at each higher ed institution to incorporate semiconductor advanced manufacturing concepts that would be useful working for a company like Intel or any company that is in the supply chain working with companies like Intel. We are also very focused on supporting local industry, and we're hoping to leverage the work that we're doing with Intel to help our local industry partners get great individuals in as part of their workforce, which as many of us know, there's a great shortage of. So last year, we really were trying to gauge where each institution is, what types of programs we have, and what we may need to do with those programs in order to get them to a level that would be necessary. As I mentioned, there are eight lead grants and under each grant there are a number of partners that are working together to implement the goals of the grant or the tasks of the grant. So one of them is developing new curriculum and also leveraging existing curriculum that's available at the higher ed institutions. Another is maybe some equipment upgrades or lab upgrades to allow us to offer relevant experiences to students to learn the concepts of the semiconductor industry is another big goal. And we want to provide hands-on experiences to make sure that students not only get the theoretical knowledge that they need to be in the semiconductor industry job, but also so they can feel what the day in a life would be like. So the types of things they wear, the sounds they hear, the temperature that they would be working at. They might be coming in for an hour during the experience while they're learning, but this is something that they really do need to understand. This is something that they would be doing for their entire workday, which can be 10, 12 hours a day. So just to summarize, 
curriculum development, raising awareness, and providing hands-on experiences for students to really understand what the field is about. And another important aspect is providing training to faculty because semiconductor industry is just coming back to the U.S., for the most part, there are not a lot of folks who are able to teach the subjects that we're looking at, the curriculum that we're building. So we're really focusing on providing educational experiences, not just for students who are coming for degree programs or certificate programs or short-term experiences, but we want to provide opportunities to faculty that might not currently be teaching these exact topics, but maybe in a relevant field such as physics or engineering to learn more and to figure out how can they build this into their curriculum and what is this field really about? That's awesome. Thank you so much. That was a really, really amazing answer. So thank you again. I'm super glad to have you on our podcast. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to raise awareness of what we're doing, raise awareness a little bit about the field, and hopefully those who are listening uh, may be interested in hearing more about connecting with us so we can find ways to collaborate with the partners that you also work with. Before I go on, you mentioned that you work with several other higher ed institutions. Uh, Can you tell us the institutions on the specific grant that you work with? This really is truly a collaborative experience, and it is meant to be a partnership with other higher ed institutions. So one of the programs that we implemented last summer, the instructor of record actually didn't come from Kent State. The instructor of record was from Notre Dame College and did a fantastic job leading the team of faculty that built the curriculum and implemented it. So Notre Dame College is one. You know, we've got Mount Vernon Nazarene, Mount Union, BW, John Carroll, and uh, the community colleges as well. So we have Lorraine Community College, Tri-C, Lakeland Community College, Lake Erie Community College, and Eastern Gateway. We'll make sure to include the full list of partners in the episode description. Okay, got it. Thank you. So the next question I have today, specifically, we're here to talk about work-based learning opportunities for high school CTE students. That's going to be some of those individual shorter experiences you were talking about. And I know through the work that you do, you have a few really interesting ones. Specifically, I know we talked about a 20-hour program and a summer institute. From February 19th through mid-May, Kent State will be offering the Introduction to Semiconductor Devices Micro-Credential Program. This is going to be a 20-hour kind of dip-your-toe-in-the-water experience where students will have an opportunity to learn about the semiconductor industry, how it is developed, and what additional growth is expected, as well as how they can take advantage of the increasing opportunities in the industry. The program is meant to be very flexible, so any individual who wants to participate would be able to do so regardless of their schedule. We made the program flexible by including synchronous, asynchronous, and self-paced components. The program will include a theoretical portion in the form of lectures that will be about 10 hours. Those lectures will be synchronous in format. However, they will also be recorded, so if somebody cannot attend real time, they would be able to listen to the lectures at their own convenience and then complete the assessment at their own pace. 
The second part of the course will be a clean room safety training, which will be self-paced and online. And we're estimating that that will take anywhere from three to five hours, depending on the pace of the student. And then we have the clean room training, which will be available in person for students 18 and over and virtual for students who are under 18 years old. We are hoping that students will include those who are in high school, undergraduate and graduate college students, as well as reskillers and upskillers and fresh starters. So those individuals who may not have been in the workforce really ever in their adult life, maybe the stay-at-home parent who are now interested in entering the workforce. In addition, we're hoping that educators will join us who may be interested in incorporating semiconductor material into existing curriculum. So please join us. The program is free and it will be available from February 19th through mid-May. That sounds like an excellent program and a wonderful work-based learning opportunity for our career technical education students. I know you said that there were some credentials associated with this program that people can earn. Can you talk a little bit about those? One of the really exciting parts of what we're offering here, because some students have reached out and said, well, why would I do this? What's in it for me? I'm already really busy with my classes or I've got a job. I'm really trying to understand what's the benefit here. Can I get a job with the education that I get in the short program. The answer is you don't come out of this 20-hour program with any promise of placement, but one of the cool things that we are offering is a micro-credential called Introduction to Semiconductor Devices and a digital badge. So if you will list this as a credential on your resume or on your LinkedIn profile, an employer can go in, click on the digital badge, and there will be displayed the learning objectives and the assessments that you did during the class and what knowledge you gained. So it is just an extra way and an extra skill that you can list and present to employers. It can help with employability. It doesn't guarantee any employability. It is a beginning of a pathway to semiconductor career if you're interested, or it could just be an educational awareness experience for you. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about the Summer Institute? We are hoping that the students who participate in the spring program will have an interest in what they're learning. Um, And the next step in the pathway could be the summer institute that we're offering the summer institute will run from may 28th to june 28th there is a cost associated but we will have financial aid available and we will consider applications for scholarships there will be an option to be a commuter student or a residential student the summer institute will include two tracks one will be focused on technician jobs and the second track will focus on engineering jobs that would be available in the semiconductor industry. This is a five-week intensive program where we will go into the details of the semiconductor industry and explore the technical aspects. It will also include a hands-on component where students will go into the clean room, similar to what I discussed for the spring program, but they will spend the morning in lectures and then the afternoon, so about three hours a day throughout this five-week period, they will spend inside the clean room. And instead of just being kind of a uh, dip your toe in the water type of an experience, it really is going to be an intensive, hands-on, project-based learning opportunity where students will take the knowledge that they're gaining during the lectures and apply them to a real-life project in the clean room. 
the students will be required to be in person for lectures and of course the clean room portion. We are looking at possibly doing this virtually in future years, but as a pilot, it will be fully in person this year. There will be another component to the program, which will include tours and networking with industry partners. Cool. That sounds like a a really excellent program. Are there any credentials or college credits associated with this program? It's comprised of three three three-credit classes at Kent State, and they're going to span the full five weeks of that first summer semester. Is there anything else you would like to share at this time about work-based learning opportunities available through your program or just in general for our career technical students or their teachers? I guess what I want to say is at Kent State and our partner institutions, there are existing programs that are already fit into the pathways to a semiconductor career. And that can include anything from micro-credentials, certificate programs, associates, bachelor's, or master's degrees. Thank you so much, Marina. I will make sure that your contact information is in the show notes. And I wanted to thank you so much for sitting down with me and taking a little bit of time out of your day to uh, talk to our career technical people. Thank you so much for having me. And I am happy to talk with anybody who is interested in hearing more about what we're doing or the opportunities that we're offering for students. That was an interview with Marina Goldschmidt at Kent State University. I really appreciate everyone taking the time to listen and support our little podcast here in the Northeast Ohio Tech Prep region. Uh, And I look forward to chatting with you again next month. As usual, please rate and review our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio Podcasts, or our regional website.